I want to talk about the labor shortages that are happening, not just in New Mexico, but around the country. So uh, KOB.com, KOBTV4.com had a story on their website this morning, and they say New Mexico is quite a contradiction on its hands. It has one of the highest unemployment rates in the country and at the same time a worker shortage. As COVID restrictions loosen and businesses try to get back to normal, the shortage is certainly to delay those efforts. Apparently, KOB spent time looking at a few different important industries in the state to see just how bad the problem has gotten. And, uh, yeah, so when you look at food, they talked to uh, the owner of the Range Cafe, and uh, they were specifically talking about the Range down in Rio Grande. Apparently, it was it had for, it was forced to close because of COVID stuff. It was, you know, closing and opening and closing and opening and, and kind of ping-ponging back and forth. Uh, Matt DeGregor... Grigori is the owner, and he says he's frustrated that he has yet another problem on his hands. He says, quote, customers come into our restaurant, and they see empty tables, and they say, why can't I sit here? And he has to tell them that they don't have the bodies to handle it. Um, he couldn't even go to 100% capacity indoors if he wanted to. He still needs 100 more workers across all of his locations. Uh, in his three decades of doing this, he says he's never offered a signing bonus until now. So some organizations are having to offer signing bonuses to servers just to get in and actually work. Now, I was talking to uh, my friend that owns O'Neill's, Mr. Rob O'Neill, and um, you know when we found out yesterday that we had gone into Turquoise, I had told him that he could expand his capacity, and he looked at me and he kind of grinned, and he says, we can't expand our capacity. And I said, Rob... No, we're in the turquoise now. We can expand. You can expand your capacity. We can open our speakeasy downtown. And he said, we don't have the amount of cooks and the people who are experienced in those jobs to do that. And it's this trend that's happening not only in New Mexico, but across the United States. Uh, there was a guy who owns a pub in Baldwinsville, New York, and this was his quote. He said, the government is making it so easy for people to stay home and get paid, you can't really blame them much. But it means we have hours to fill and nobody who wants to work. So has the government, in your opinion, made it easy for people? Is it better for them to stay home and just collect the government subsidies that they're getting? Or is it time to stop all that and get people back to work? Phone lines are open, 243-3333. That's the number to call in. Let's go to Casey. Casey, you're on uh, News Radio KKOB. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, you said it well. Uh, the big problem is is if people can stay at home and not work, you know, why would they come to work? Any Anytime any person gets an advantage, especially when it's presented by the government, they're going to take advantage of that. And so they take advantage of that, and then it hurts small businesses, and then, you know, we can't it's, – it's, crushing our economy and people don't even realize it and so i'm a landscaper my family is a very well-known restaurant here in town and we all struggle with that people are so comfortable with staying at home not working and still getting paid but we're going to pay for that in the end i hope people know that and it's kind of scary and it starts when you're young you know you got to teach your kids good work ethic and everything else and nobody has that nobody has that drive nobody's hungry anymore you know kids my generation and everything else they're not hungry they want to go do the the systematic thing, go get a job, do bare minimum to go and retire instead of innovation and like striving forward. It's just a dead thing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. What's, uh, what's your parents' restaurant? Pelicans. Oh, cool. Okay. 
Nice. Nice. Did you used to invite us over there before? Probably. Somebody, when I worked at the other radio station, somebody, I I don't know if it was maybe you or somebody, but they invited us to come down to eat at Pelican's. Unfortunately, my wife doesn't eat uh, seafood, but I love it. So um, are they doing okay? Yeah, are they doing okay? I mean, with with the PP loans and everything, you know, they, they squeezed through, but it was tough. I mean, it was scary. My dad's been in business for 40 years. And so that's, that's a scary thing to work. I and mean, he works 80 hour, 90 hour weeks. And people don't realize like, okay, you're going to call in. Somebody has to fill in for that. And then he doesn't have time. Like if, if his restaurant shut down, he's going to be fine. He's yeah. fine. But everybody, all the, all of his employees, they don't care. It's like, he's doing this for you guys. I don't think a lot of people realize the heart and the, the pressure that, business owners deal with to supply jobs and it, i urge people to anybody to try it because it's it's one of the most difficult things to to do and to maintain it really is yeah yeah well uh casey thank you for the call man i hope uh you know i hope you can get some people and uh you know for your landscaping company and you know tell your parents uh you know thank you for keeping their business open and, and trying trying to help people so so thanks for the call i appreciate it <clears throat> you know we were um we were very fortunate with the staff that we have down at our our place downtown because, um, you know, I, I think some industries it's a little easier for people to want to work because some industries you can make more money than you're making on unemployment. And, and like the last caller, Casey said, some people it just makes sense to stay home and collect unemployment. You know, you get your whatever the I'm not sure what the minimum is, you know, that you get from the state of New Mexico as far as unemployment. But um, you know, 400 bucks a week or something like that. And then on top of that, you had those government subsidies that were coming in where you were making an additional $300 or $400 or whatever it was. And, um, it just made sense for more people to stay at home. And I know some servers like, um, you know, the bartenders and servers we have downtown, they make pretty good money. You know, I'm not sure how much money they make, but I know it's probably better than what they're making, uh, on unemployment. So they were excited to come back and get to work. Uh, let's go to Anthony. Anthony, you're on News Radio KKOB. Go ahead, Anthony. Hey, good afternoon. It's you know, it's the government is paying these young kids to stay home and do nothing. So why is a young kid? I mean, it's already hard to motivate a kid these days to get them up to go to school, to go get a job, to go do this or that. If they could stay home and get that four to six hundred dollars a week, why wouldn't they? I don't. I don't blame them. And then you have the mayor, Tim Keller encouraging them to stay on unemployment until it runs out and then to go apply for a job for the city. I mean, the government, our government is doing it. I mean, we're ruining our, our own city, state, et cetera, you know? Yeah, I've, uh, <clears throat> for a long time, my position has been that um, it's the wussification of the United States has been kind of creeping up on us, and it's been it's been this slow burn and has been happening slowly and 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 I agree with what you're saying I I wholeheartedly agree with what you're saying Anthony that um you know we are um we're we're creating this problem you know I mean at some point 100% yeah at some point you know there has to be this has to be cut off because the reality of the situation is is that money has to come from somewhere Okay, it's not free money. Everybody talks about free money, and yeah, I, comes, I get my free. I, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it it comes from it just grows on trees, you know, and it's, it's like grows on okay. trees and falls off like plentiful fruit, I guess. Yeah, it's like manna from heaven, you know, and it's like that's not the case, man. I mean, you know, the people that are working that are actually out there working are going to have to you, we pay for that, you know. And one of the ways we pay for that are, you know, inflation's going to hit and it's it's just people have this I have a 12-year-old son, and I make him do chores at home, and he hates it. He he looks at me dirty. He probably whispers under his breath and says who knows what about me, but it scares me to know or to, to, to turn a, a guy or a young man like that out into the world that has no skill, that, can't, that doesn't know how to use a hammer, drill a hole, rake the yard cut weeds, do something, you know, mm -hmm. because I see it every day and it's sad. It makes <clears throat> me sad for our country and our city and state. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for the call, Anthony. I appreciate it. Um, you know, always welcome here on the show. So thank you for the call. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more, man. I think, um, I think that, uh, what we're teaching our kids, especially the, the, especially the really young kids, I'll, I'll tell you a story about my friend and, uh, his son, his son is 16 years old and got his first job. And you, you don't want to miss what this kid experienced because he got this job a week before COVID started. And I'll tell you more about it after the break. We're talking about uh, the unemployment stuff that's happening right now. And the, I guess the labor shortage that we're experiencing here in the state of New Mexico and um, uh, channel four had done a survey not a survey, but they had done a story on on what's going on with that. And, and essentially what it's boiling down to is that people just don't want to work. Okay, that's I'm, I'm just going to kind of call it what it is. I'm not going to, you know, try to rosy it up for you guys. People just don't want to work because they can stay home and they can make more money. Um, one of our callers called in and talked about, and I, don't, I didn't hear this. Uh, I can't really call this gospel, and I didn't hear the mayor say this, but uh, apparently this Guy, this gentleman claimed that the mayor basically encouraged people to collect their unemployment until it ran out and then apply for a job at the city. So I don't know if that sounds, if, I don't know, did you hear that at all, Brandon? Have you heard any, anything about the mayor saying that at all? I, I don't know that I've heard that. But I, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I guess the, the logic is kind of simple on this. Um, why work when you can get on unemployment insurance, when you can just get paid from unemployment and then you get the government subsidy? A lot of people are making a lot more money than they were at their regular jobs. So it's affecting a lot of industries here in New Mexico. It's, it's affecting the, the hospitality industry, you know, food and restaurants, food and beverage. It's affecting, uh, affecting construction industries, you know, construction crews, um, you know, landscaping. We had Casey Colley owns a landscaping company. His parents own Pelican's Restaurant, and uh, they're having a hard time finding people. It's affecting a lot of industries right now in the state of New Mexico. Uh, phone lines are open. If you'd like to call in, got a couple lines open. Uh, 243-3333. That is the number. Santiago, your news radio, KKOB. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I agree with uh, you and others that uh, it's not fair that these people are getting all this money, $600 or more a week. For just staying home and doing nothing and then we hear uh, on the news that the New Mexico um, has children that are not eating properly that are 
they make you think and, 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 and almost almost tell you that children are on the streets begging for food, and that's not true. Why, why do news people say that kind of thing, you know? It just makes New Mexico look bad, makes us, us residents of New Mexico look bad. When their parents are getting $600 a week for staying home, there's no need for that kind of talk when parents can afford to feed their children now. And then you get free food all over. Everybody's offering free free food, you know? So, um, I mean, when I was when I was in college, I, I worked at night, every night to get my college education. Nobody gave me a cent to pay for my college. So and now these, these kids are getting, Biden wants to give them free college. That's not fair. It's not right. We had to pay pay through the nose for what we got. People like myself now in their 60s and 70s and older. My gosh, we, we, we didn't get any of these freebies that this president is trying to put through and do in the first, what, 100 days of his of his uh, presidency. presidency. Yeah. My gosh, you know, he's, he's trying to bankrupt the country is what he's doing, and that's what he's going to do. Yeah, yeah. Santiago, I appreciate the call. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, you know, one thing, the story that I was going to tell you guys, so I have a friend and lifelong friend. He's, he's, he's my ride or die buddy. This guy will, he'll do anything for me and I'll do anything for him. And his son got his first job a week before the pandemic started. Um, he got hired at Cliff's Amusement Park. And I think he was just going to be picking up trash or something. I mean, very, very entry level. He's not like designing rides He's not an engineer. You know, he's a 15, 16 year old kid who's getting his first job. So chances are his starting position was going to be um, a very minimal position as far as like responsibility goes, right? So my friend's son gets this job, and the following week he gets hired. The following week, the pandemic started, right? So. His employer told him, it's like, hey, we have to, you know, you're not going to be able to come to work, obviously, because everything's shut down now. You need to go to the unemployment office and you need to apply for unemployment, which he did. So my friend's son, he's 16 years old. He gets hired for this job and starts collecting unemployment before he even starts working. He was hired, but he never spent a day on the job. Okay. Never spent one day on the job. His unemployment benefits, along with the subsidies that he got, he was making just over, um, just about $54,000 a year is what it boiled down to between his unemployment that he was collecting as well as the $600 subsidy that he was getting weekly from the United States government. What did that do to to my friend's son. Like, what do you think that does to a young person, their mindset? You know, I see these stories about these kids, these uh, these kids that become famous and successful at really young ages, and they don't, you know, they, they achieve this monetary success and fame, and they don't really know how to handle it. You know, you see these things all the time. It's, it's You hear the stories all the time. <clears throat> but what do you think that does to a young person a teenager for their first job and um, you know he gets these subsidies and immediately he starts out and he's making more than the average wage here in New Mexico 
you know, as a 16-year-old, before he even started working, he was making over $50,000 a year as a 16-year-old. That has to do something psychologically and, and put something into the minds of these young people that are going to be the future of our country, the workforce. So it's, I, I, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know some people need unemployment and they deserve unemployment. But I'm saying at some point, you know, I mean, you can't argue with the fact that people are going to make, in certain industries, they are going to make more money collecting unemployment and getting whatever the government is giving out now. I'm not even sure what it is now, but, um, you know, they will make more money. Let's go to the phone lines. Elizabeth, you're on News Radio KKOB. Go ahead. Hi. How are you? So, like I was, I'm good. How are you? Good. So I was calling in regards uh, to the statement a gentleman made that we're getting an extra $600 a week. Okay, that's not true. It's $300. I want to tell you that when you receive unemployment, the amount that you receive from the state is a portion of what you were making before. So I'm not making nearly what I was making before, and the $300 still doesn't bring me up to what I was bringing before or making before. And my bills are still the same. Nothing has gone down. I've been able to take care of my obligations. I have not been able to, to save or create any wealth. I've just been riding the storm. Mm -hmm. So this, 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 this idea that I do believe, I do agree that maybe some people are making more because if you're getting uh, food stamps, if you're getting other aid from the state, possibly you're making, you know, you're bringing in more income than you were before and not having to right. work for it. But the majority, it's, 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 it's just not true that workers are making more money on unemployment than what they were making normally that's not but, so, but, your but, unemployment is a portion right right but elizabeth i mean i i understand exactly what you're saying i mean and it makes total sense i know it's income based if you make x amount of dollars you know i know it caps out at 400 and something dollars a week or something like that but there are cases where people are in fact making more money than they were prior to uh prior to the pandemic you know, so you said what are they? It's a, it's an additional three hundred dollars you can get a month or a week. Is that correct? Uh, we're talking about the labor shortage that's happening in New Mexico, and um, you know why we're having that. And some people are saying that it's it's because people don't want to work. That's kind of the that's kind of the impression that I get. Um, because if they did want to work, we would have we wouldn't be having issues with with landscaping companies, with finding uh, uh, certain restaurant positions, with filling construction jobs. I believe that some people um, do make more money by collecting the, um, the benefits that the government gives along with their, their uh, unemployment benefits. And um, we actually had Elizabeth on the phone earlier, and she was talking. And, and I understand what she was saying. She was, and we're going to get back to her in a minute because she's actually on hold. But um, I understand what she was saying, like her – in particular, her situation is different than other people's, where she was making much more money before she had to go on unemployment. Uh, a lot of people weren't, like, i.e., I, I my friend's son. 
you know, he got this job at Cliffs. He'd never started working. And, you know, he started collecting all of these big benefits, you know, and was making over $50,000 a year as a 16-year-old that never even started working. So um, let's just go to the phones right now. Let's go to Fred on line four. Fred, you're on News Radio KKOB. Go ahead, Fred. Hey, Buck, good to have you back. Thanks, buddy. It's so, good to be back. No problem. Yeah, I've been in the unfortunate incident of being unemployed. And as the one caller said, I was getting a portion of it. However, with people making more now, I guess what I've never understood is instead of that 600 to now 300, why didn't they just make it so if you're getting whatever your paycheck was, then you get up to that paycheck amount instead of the extra. So like your friend's son wouldn't have made near as much as he made. Right. And the other aspect of it is by, I think that businesses, when they are allowed to come open up again, then they should be able to put something into the state that says, hey, we're open up. These employees were working for me. And unless those employees have another job elsewhere, I think that unemployment should run out. You know, time for you to go back to work, your business is open again, your job opening is available, go back to work. Yeah, you know, that's actually a good idea because when the business is open and you go to call somebody back and say, hey, we're ready for you, and if they turn the job down, maybe their unemployment benefits should be rescinded. I like that idea. I think that's actually pretty wise. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I, I think that would have done it for me. I mean, I, if I was in those shoes, it's like all of a sudden you're making money and now, wait a minute. I don't get anything else. I mean, that's really what prompted me to actually get off of my butt and find another job was I hit a point in unemployment when, and it just happened to be during Christmas time, and when I couldn't buy presents for my kids, it killed me. And mm. I think had it been in the middle of the summer, and I said, and all of a sudden they said, hey, you're done, it would have, it would have been a, a heavy wake-up call. And by doing that, it made me a better person to where now – I'm I'm a successful business owner and I'm really happy about that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, man. Uh, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. That was uh, that was insightful. That's actually, I think it's a good idea. I think that's a great idea. If you had a job before the pandemic started and you started collecting unemployment because you had to get furloughed or laid off or whatever, I understand. Don't don't have any issue with that whatsoever. If your employer calls you to come back to work and you refuse to come back to work for anything other than health reasons. Say you're one of the unfortunate people that COVID physically affected and it like ravaged your body and you can't go back to work. I get that. Okay. But if they call and they offer you your job back and you don't take it, I think they should stop your unemployment benefits. I, I think that's, that's a great idea. Let's get back to Elizabeth real quick and, uh, on line three and uh, and talk to her. Elizabeth, go ahead. Yes. Hi. Thank you for putting me back on. Um, you know, I think another issue is with, with people, which, what I'm experience and experiencing and what a lot of other people are experiencing is the trying to deal with the uh, uh, Department of Workforce Solutions, the unemployment office. Uh, you can to this day I've been you know I've been on unemployment for a long time I've never been able to reach a live person I it's it's impossible it's so difficult 
and frustrating. And just Monday, I got a letter saying, oh, well, you were paid too much, and now you owe $1,800. My situation has not changed. I have not been back to work. And now I, it, it's, I want to do the right thing, been trying to do the right thing, you cannot get a hold of anybody, a live person, at the unemployment office. And I think that that makes a lot of people who have unemployment want to stay on it or they're just trying to catch up because it still requires I, – I wish you could read the letter that I received and the position it has put me in to that I still have to certify every week to protect my rights which means, okay, I can't go back to work. If I go back to work, I lose my rights, and I have to pay back this $1,800 that the unemployment is saying that I owe, which I haven't even been back to work. It's, it's absolutely insane and yeah. unacceptable that a state agency is, is being run the way that it's run under the conditions that uh, the state of New Mexico the entire United States, but specifically the state of New Mexico and the workers in New Mexico, what we've had to go through this past year. It is so frustrating. And I, you know, I understand why people are hesitant because they just don't know if, if they're going to, their place of business is going to close again later on. And then they have to go through unemployment again. I, or because they're getting a lot of money from the state, it's, so crazy and, yeah. and unfortunate. Uh, it and, is. And it I'm is. a normal person. I'm a normal person. <laughs> I don't All right. Hey, El- Elizabeth, I, I appreciate the call. We're up against a break. we got to take a break, but thank you for your call. Uh, we're talking about the labor shortage and what's happening I- here in New Mexico. And uh, I got some clarification on what uh, we were talking about the mayor. And uh, somebody called in and said the mayor was encouraging people to let their uh, – unemployment benefits run out and then start applying for jobs at the city. Well, on April 27th, there was actually a story that KRQE did where uh, it says Mayor Tim Keller is encouraging people to apply for city jobs, even if they're not ready to return to work just yet. So, so take that for however you will. Uh, Let's go to the phones right now and let's go to Murdoch. Murdoch, you're on news radio KKOB. Go ahead, Murdoch. Hey, Buck. How are you? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing all right. Hey, um, I got in the car right as you said um, your unemployment should run out. Um, That is actually the way the system is supposedly set up. Employers, if they offer you a job and you turn it down, your employer is supposed to go into your unemployment file and say that they offered you your job back, and right then your unemployment should run out. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, because I know that a lot of people are um, are trying to call their employees back because I have a lot of friends that work in the hospitality industry. They own restaurants and bars and whatnot, and they're calling these people to come back to work, and they just won't come back to work. So that's actually good information to have. So thanks, bud. I appreciate the call. Uh, let's go to line one of Marsha. Marsha, you're on News Radio KKOB. Go ahead, Marsha. Hi, thanks. First of all, the unemployment that they receive is not meant to replace their entire full income. That's what savings are for. But people don't save anymore. And and we are advised in all articles you should have at least a year's worth 
of, um, you know, cash in order to handle emergencies. And people don't do that. But what really gets me, and they're not doing it because they're overspending. I mean, watching people in cars in the food lines, they're driving luxury SUVs. And they're in a food line. That tells me they've overspent. They have no common sense when it comes to finances. And then we're expected to help bail out all these people when we sacrificed and saved. I don't get it. Yeah, I appreciate the call. Thank you. Uh, Marcia, just so you know, um, I just did a quick search online. And this is according to uh, some website that I found. But they said, Nearly 70% of Americans have less than $1,000 stashed away for an emergency. So, so there you have it. Yeah. All right, we've got to take a quick break. We, we I was just going to say bre- that a year is, is totally unrealistic yeah, that's, in today's what, what, is the, it's, <clears throat> what is that, like some uh, – I, I don't even know who came up with that. But, yeah, um, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I, mean, I know uh, – who's the financial guru guy, Dave? What's his name? Ramsey. Um, Dave Ramsey, he always talks about having like a thousand dollar cushion, and they're saying what, what I'm reading right now is that seventy percent of Americans don't even have that, which I, it doesn't surprise me. I mean that that doesn't surprise me at all. So.